Hello and welcome to Book Value Podcast. Today I'll be reviewing Amarian, the Night Brothers, and they both die at the end. So let's dive in. Rating for Amari and the Night Brothers. Three stars. Amari has been invisible since Amari has been feeling invisible since her brother mysteriously disappeared and is convinced that his secretive job has something to do with it. And when a mysterious letter arrives, Amari knows this could be her chance to find out the truth about her brother Quentin's disappearance once and for all. Soon, Amari is sucked into a magical world where she learns that demons and monsters exist and are all around you. But when Amari finds herself at the Borough of Supernatural Affairs, she once again feels like she doesn't belong. And all of that is just because her magical ability is illegal. I decided to pick this up after hearing about it lots and having it suggested to me via Goodreads. And when I found out one of my favourite writers had reviewed it, I knew it was a must have. Unfortunately, the story lacked what I was looking for. Not only is the story slow going, but it does not help having all the grammar mistakes, like back to line with you. I think it will. I was expecting more magic and possibly demon hunting. But I didn't really get that in this book. Personally, B.B. Alston's writing style wasn't for me. But having said this, seeing as it was his debut and intro to the writing to the writing world, his books and style could improve over time. Therefore, I'm not close to the option of reading the sequel. I hear movie rights have been optioned for this, but I likely won't be watching it. They both die at the end. Content warning for language and a minor character having rapist intentions. Rating, five stars. First of all, what a great concept. When Mateo Torres and Rufus Amaterio get a call, they are told that, that sometime in the next 24 hours, they are going to die and there is no escaping it. After both setting up a last friend account, the two agree to meet and soon become best friends finally getting Mateo out of the house. The two do everything together. Visiting Mateo's dad, who is in a coma, go to make a moment where the two do virtual skydiving and travel the world while staying in the same place. The representation in this book is incredible. Both of the main, char- both of the main characters are Latino and Rufus is bisexual. I love the way that the chapters alternate between Mateo and Rufus but we also have the point of view of minor characters as well. And at some point in the story, all of the characters cross paths with each other. The book was less emotional than I thought it was going to be. Everything about this book has been planned out superbly. I love, I loved this book. It inspires me to pick up more books with LGBT themes because this was just outstanding. I can't wait to read the prequel and see the TV series written by Adam Silvera. That's all for this week's podcast. Stay tuned for more. Until then, keep bragging.